you're at the right place, right place, at the right time, you found the number one podcast, number one podcast, that entertains that space between your ears, we invite you to relax, pull up a chair, and get ready to take a trip to the vacation kingdom of the world. Have an idea? Question? Want to share your experiences on the show? Contact Mousecapades Podcast anytime. Email them at mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com. Text them at 407-674-0414. Follow on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Simply search for Mousecapades Podcast. Listen on iTunes, Podcast Addict, TuneIn Radio, and Stitcher Radio. Simply search for Mousecapades Podcast. So, grab your magic band. And your Mickey ears, because it's time for another episode of the Mouth Capades Podcast. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh. Check this out. This is Brian Collins. I'm a uh, former Walt Disney Imagineer, and you're listening to the most wonderful podcast to hit the airwaves, Mouth Capades. Welcome back, everybody. We have a lot to talk about, so I'll just get right to it. Let me start by explaining why it has been uh, forever since our last episode. First off, Vicky and I do apologize. It's been almost the better of about two weeks now, right, Vicky? Since we've recorded anything. Just to let you know, listeners, there are three parts to that answer. First of all, uh, building up to the last week of school was just absolutely insane. I know Vicky would concur. Uh, next, we just we've been sitting down with a new sponsor finalizing some awesome ideas on how to make our show that much more magical for you the listener and we really just want to step up our game around here finally uh, my son got really sick and as soon as he got better well guess what Uh, you just guessed it I got sick as well and I got it really bad I'm still kind of battling it right now I'm just now getting over so getting over it so that's why I may sound a little different to you right now but uh, I'm happy to report that yes uh, we are finally back And we have some exciting news to share with everyone before we we get into a quick news and rumor segment. First off, we are happy to announce that we have brought on a sponsor to the show and another one will be coming. TheMagicalMouse.com is our newest sponsor and TheMagicalMouseTravel.com, which is soon to come as well. So we're just very excited. We just want to say thank you for listening. Over the past few weeks, we also discussed where uh, our show was, uh, where it is, and where we want it to be, and how how we can actually get it there. Well, first, our show is always going to entertain that space between your ears. When we first started out, the idea behind the show was not just to inform, but to also entertain. And in my opinion, Vicky, Tim, I feel that we provided the best diverse all-star cast, including Vixter, former cast member Chrissy, Dave. Uh, Yes, I did say Dave. Dave is coming back to the show, so you'll soon hear more... uh, that's what she said jokes and us bickering all while Vicky is playing mother hen trying to redirect us back on track as always right Vicky of course of course that's my job Tim Tim say hey hey everybody the author of magicalmouse.com and soon owner of magicalmousetravel.com right that's correct correct. Uh, we also want to welcome him as the newest cast member of the mouse debates podcast so yay Hooray! Yay! We need an audience. <laughs> that was a big audience, right? Yeah. Audience of one. And I must say, so 
you've bought some, you've supplied some awesome equipment. You got some cool toys here. Not that kind of equipment, but you got some cool toys here. Some microphones. And no, your heads are already looking down on the at the table, shaking your head. Guys, keep going. All right. <laughs> anywho, anywho, so our sponsor provided some pretty cool new mics, some mixers. We're not using it right now, but we're going to get that stuff up and running uh, by April. And it, it just feels like Christmas around here. So like I said earlier, where do we want to take the show? Well, we want to take our show to the next level. What do I mean by this? Well, we want to grow and get bigger. We want to give you more. We just plain out want to give you more. We want to provide you with more resources and entertainment. We're going to bring you on more guests such as authors, people from the entertainment industry and listeners. We've already been talking with multiple families that have requested to be guests on the show. And I'm happy to announce that through our sponsors, we've launched Milescapades Radio. That's playing, you know, we're playing the best mix of authentic Walt Disney World audio for your listening pleasure. You will enjoy on-ride audio, background loops, fireworks shows, parades, resort TV audio, and more that you can hear at Walt Disney World, Disneyland, now, and from trips from the past. You can also go ahead and check that out at our all-new web domain. Just type in mousecapadespodcast.com and look for our all-new Mousecapades radio link on the right-hand side. Enjoy it while listening at work, school, at home, running around town. I know I have been enjoying the variety of music, and I know that you will too. Hey, you know, we have a few police officers in the Kansas City area, Vicki, and wouldn't it be cool if they could just like do some rock and roll patrol and, and listening to, you know, the Mousecapades radio while they're arresting people? That know? would be awesome. Yeah. In the back of their seat crews, you know, when they've arrested people in the back and they're listening to the Mousecapades radio, at least it's a magical time, right? <laughs> of course. It's always magical with Disney. Ain't that ain't that the truth? We're also going to beef up our social media platforms. Vicky, that's going to be in your court. Just giving you a heads up. Oh, she okay. just found that out for the first time. Great. Like including our Facebook, our Twitter. I can do Instagram stuff like that, and our Instagram accounts. So let's talk about our new format. And well, starting every Wednesday, we're going to call that Hump Day Wednesdays. Hump Day. Yeah. Yeah. Come, Vicky, no. I, I didn't. I wasn't aware that I was supposed to do that. Well, we he wasn't. Tim wasn't either. That's automatic. He's a guy. It's, it's, you're right. So Hump Day Wednesdays, we're gonna have Hump Day uh, Disney flash briefings for you. This is gonna be a quick 15, 20 minute segment of the latest headlines, rumors, and of course gossip. We're, but we're also going to bring more consistency for you, and I'm sure you'll be pleased with the changes. And I'll let Tim and Vicky discuss our monthly format. So if you guys wanna hit the listeners up with our monthly format. So starting the 1st of April, we're going to do uh, a weekly release, and the first week we're, we're going to release park plans and tour plans shows. So you can look forward to, to finding out more information about how you can plan your trip, things that you can expect, thing that, things that we've experienced, uh, ways to save money, places to stay, things to eat, those, those kinds of, uh, of things. And, uh, and I'm a total dork, by the way, so I spent my spring break so far not only getting uh, better from being sick, but also I, I went on my Disney Travel Agents website and looked up every single week for all the value resorts, every single week the breakdown of prices per week until the end of the year. Have I showed you that list yet, Vicki? No, you just told me you wanted to talk about it. Oh, yeah. The, oh, I thought, did I take a picture and send it to you? No. You said oh. you were going to, but you never did. Oh, it's my bad. It's all good. My bad. Well, I'll send that to you. <laughs> Week two of the month, we're going to talk about reviews, like reviews of food, movies, parks, resorts, books, etc. So um, 
If we've done something that we feel like, or we know somebody that's gonna come on and talk to us about something that they've done that has to do with Disney, it will happen in week two. So on week three, we're gonna be doing a wild card show. Uh, actually, we're gonna do those on week three and five. So if there's a, a fifth Saturday of the month, we're gonna be releasing a show and it's gonna be wild card as well. And that can be anything from interviews, more trip planning, more um, just fun things. Maybe we'll play some games or have some round tables, bring guests on. That's what we're gonna use those episodes for. Mousecapade's gone wild. And week four will be history, and we're gonna try to do even more in-depth history than we were doing before, so that we can have a deeper discussion, maybe. So that's where Dave's gonna jump in, and Dave has asked if he can come on the show and do a lot of the history stuff. So we're gonna allow him to come on uh, on his terms, record some episodes involving the history behind Walt Disney and the company, and we'll air those for you as well during week four. So thanks, Vicki and Tim, for bringing that to the listeners. Listeners, I am super excited for the new direction that we're going to be taking the show. I can't wait to see it progress over the next year. And so basically, we just laid it out to you. So we just want to say thank you for all of our loyal listeners that have stayed committed the past two years of listening to the Mousecapades podcast. We just want to say thank you. Yes, thank you so much for listening to our craziness and our antics, acting like brothers and sisters on here, picking at each other. And, and children. <laughs> yeah, I know I have a brain of like a two-year-old. It depends on the day. It depends right. on the day. So we already told the listeners our new format of the show and the direction we want to take. So let's finish up with some rumors and news, and then Vicky's going to hit us up with some history. So what do you got for us, Tim? Well, as most Disney fans have noticed, the last couple of weeks since The View was down there at the Animal Kingdom, there's been a major push for Pandora and a lot of advertisements on TV and uh, Disney's really trying to make sure that, that all of us Diz nerds, uh, even us fans, uh, not fans of Avatar, um, are going to go to this land. And uh, so they've, they've really started pushing the advertising and addressing some of these concerns. Now today, I saw that they've announced that they're going to have an early opening, a soft opening, just for pass holders to try and quell some of those, those concerns. And so, and you pulled a prank. Exciting. You pulled a prank on your wife on that, right? Well, that how I, was I read into that text. I was semi-serious. What? She actually, so she sent me a link, and and Vicky doesn't know this yet, but she sent me a link saying, you know, it, it showed the annual pass holders soft opening, the dates they were going to do it, and everything. And uh, so she actually is the one that found it. So I clicked on the link and I read everything. And April eighth and April 9th, they're allowing the pass holders to go down there for the special review and you have to sign up for it. So I went on there and, and I checked to see if I could sign up. It was a little too early, but I told her, I said, hey, I'm heading down on the 8th, I'll be back on the 9th, and it's gonna cost me just about 350, 400 bucks. And her response was, okay. <laughs> That's hilarious. Isn't that awesome? Aaron would've been like, um, nah. Yeah, I know. Well, and then I'm gonna be down there at the end of April. Right. So I'm not doing it, guys. I can't, uh, I can't afford that, but. Yeah, it, it it would be amazing to be down there to see it a month before they open it, right. a month and a half. So they can work yeah. the kinks out. Well, if we have any listeners that um, do get to do that April 8th and 9th, we count on you to either contact us through Facebook or through the themousecapadesgmail.com and give us the info on it. We want to thank a couple listeners that we had. I don't think that Nick and I talked about this the last time we had a show. We have a bunch of you guys responding to our questions and we apologize because of the craziness of spring break. 
and getting ready for report cards and conferences and stuff, we did not do that. So thank you to um, the listeners that are responding and giving us information back that we can give to you. Thank you, Vicki. I completely forgot to mention that last podcast. And that was a couple weeks ago. I'm glad you didn't mention that because I don't want them to feel like they've been left out. Right. So No, we do read your stuff. It's just that sometimes our brains are not all in place when we do the show. Sure. So that's... <laughs> That's true sometimes. I know it so, is. Let's admit, let's admit sometimes, you Report know. Report cards are due. And right. Just, it's, uh, if you're not a teacher, you may not understand the craziness, but it is crazy. So we do appreciate all the all the comments and the questions that you send in. Continue those, and we're going to get back to you guys. And while we're on Animal Kingdom, I wanted to hit on, so Rivers of Light has opened up. I'm counting on, uh, Tim does not really care for Animal Kingdom, so I don't know that he's going to go at the end of April. So if we have any listeners that have been to the new Rivers of Light or are going to it if you could let us know your thoughts that would be great my nephew was just down there but he didn't get to go to animal kingdom because i i told him that was his job he did report back on some restaurants and how he felt about it as a teenager because i thought i don't know if teenagers listen to us so i thought if we had a teenager's perspective on some food places and stuff like that but um he didn't do that. He let me down. And I do have two friends there now, but they haven't responded back to my Facebook message. I asked them if they were going to go to Animal Kingdom so maybe we could get some feedback on this Rivers of Light because it, it does sound really nice. And as long as it took them to set it up, it should be spectacular. So speaking of Rivers of Light, I heard that they're going to do two nights or two shows a night oh, because it's so popular. Right. I did hear that too. So do, you have not been there since you saw the whole theater and everything? Yeah. It's really... They did a really good job building this theater. It looks like it it was built into uh, the earth or whatever, I guess is the best way to say that. But it, it's actually not. But you know how they make everything look realistic. Yeah, I haven't been to the Animal Kingdom since October. And that was only for breakfast and safari. So. Right, right. So. Yeah, we usually skip it. But I will be there in June for Pandora. Okay. So I will check both out then. He's going to come back and talk about it as well. Tell us how cool it is. Or how lame. You have something else, Mr. Cool. Tim? What else you got? Well, Beauty and the Beast was released this last weekend. Yes. And uh, we're going to do a review show, so look look for that. But they, hit, they sold $350 million globally with this movie. That's the biggest opening for a march in forever in history. It beat out uh, Batman and Superman from last year, and so as it should. Yeah, that was a terrible movie. <laughs> right. But Disney once again knocks it out of the ballpark, and uh, they're really pulling in the money. the The budget for the film was three hundred million. It's not small change, but uh, they've already earned that back. So great job, wow. Disney. That's amazing. Well, yeah, this was during the Renaissance years for uh, Disney. You know, when they came out with Little Mermaid, Aladdin, Beauty and the Beast, The Lion King, that really just catapulted. It was the catalyst for what they are today. You can't go wrong. If you were to remake those films, I think they should have just started there. This is my own opinion. I know they're doing like Mulan. There's a lot of controversy right now, especially with the Twitter hits and the feeds with, with Mulan. It's not going to be the musical like it's like it was in the cartoon. Uh, they're not going in the same direction. They did Jungle Book and stuff like that, which were some of the old classics. But I think if they were to hit on, and I'll tell you why, the Renaissance era, you know, individuals like us that grew up with all that stuff, we're going to go see it and we're going to take our kids. You're hurting, you're hitting multi-generations there. And those were classics. And I don't think you could do wrong as long as you do them well enough like you have with Beating the Beast. They hit a home run on that one. Oh, yeah. They well, hit it out of the park. Aladdin is the next up. That's what I heard. It just got taken over by, I was trying, that's one of the So things. is it going to be a lad? I know they started casting. 
Well, they started casting for Aladdin, but they started filming for Lion King. But here's what I wonder. With Beauty and the Beast, they they ended filming in 2015. So this has been edited, and uh, they had to go back and do some re-recordings for Lumiere. That's right. He he said that he uh, sounded like like some Spanish. Like a Spaniard. uh, yeah. Yeah. And so they went back and they redid it all so he would sound more French. And so that kind of pushed the, the release date back. But they've been done with this for a year and a half, 18 months. And so True. it makes me wonder, although they've just started casting for Aladdin and they've started filming for Lion King, which one's going to be released first? Wouldn't it, it be cool? Be if the they guy Ritchie's the director of um, Aladdin. Really? Mm-hmm. Wouldn't it be cool if they did a Little Mermaid? I think you could do you something really. I think you do something really cool with that one. If they make as much money off the next two, and not Milan, just we're talking Lion King and um, Aladdin. If they can make as much money as they have so far with with Beauty and the Beast, they'll remake Little Mermaid. So why do you think they're doing Milan? I don't understand that one. Did it did it do just as well as some of the other cartoons out there? I don't know that it did. But I don't think it did. And, and I don't even like it as much. I watched it one time. I don't either. I've seen it yeah. once and it wasn't even all the way through. And it, when it's on TV, I uh, I just keep going, to be honest with you. Right. Now, Colin has watched it, but even it doesn't hold it doesn't hold his attention like some of the others either. So the only thing I can think, and Disney has made a big push to diversify. Right. We saw it with Eleanor of mm, Elena mm-hmm. or whatever her name is, Princess Elena now. Uh Maybe this is just another push in that general direction. Makes sense. I get it. I guess. They want to keep the guests coming to Shanghai and Hong Kong. Right. Well, that's part of it. I mean, honestly. I mean, the biggest market in the world is in China. Business is business. So they made $180 of the $350 overseas. Okay. That's a big chunk. So it makes sense. How many many billion people live in Asia? France. Million. Yeah, I want you know, I, yeah. like for real. I wonder what the breakdown would be, like how many people saw it over there in Europe. I don't know. Um, I don't know if you guys saw that they're a new show. When do you go? I know you go at the end of April, but when is the next time you go after that? I'll be there at the the middle of June. Okay, so but you said you don't usually watch the nighttime shows, or is that Nick? No, I don't watch the nighttime shows. I know you shows. don't, but I yeah, I I watch them. Because we're on May the twelfth, they're gonna get the new show with Happily Ever After. Did you see this? I did see that. They're getting rid of wishes. Well, I think I th- want to say it ended already. I thought I oh, read did it. it. I thought I read an article. I could be wrong. No, because they're going to. Uh, and I'm trying. That, funny you say that because I'm trying to look for the article right now that wishes is, is going to be streamed live. And I'm trying to skim for it. Uh, keep reading. I'll okay. find it because well, I was gonna try to. Put on my uh, virtual reality goggles and run it through one of my apps and kind of watch it through that way. Oh, that would be fun. Well, um, this new show is 18 minutes and um, it's going to have shows like Little Mermaid and Aladdin like we were just talking about. But they also are adding in Moana and Zootopia. It'll be shown nightly and based on whatever the park decides the hours are going to be. And as you know, I don't know if Tim remembers this, but... um, when I went to, those shows change because we booked our California Grill reservations in 2015 based on when Wishes usually shows. And then they had it, they moved it to earlier on Christmas night. Mm-hmm. And so then this year, I, <laughs> I booked my reservations off the earlier time and then, because that's what it was, and then they moved it to the later time. Mm-hmm. But the waiter was really cool about making sure our meal took the whole time so that we were there in time to see the show from the window. But, um, yeah, so those uh, you'll just have to check when you get there. But it's called Happily Ever After now. 
It's no longer called Wishes. I just right. feel like there's been a lot of changes. We got rid of a parade and we got rid of that. And I'm just, you know, I hope we're not getting rid of things like Hollywood Studios is kind of like a sad park at this point. I know that's Magic oh. Kingdom, but I'm saying. No, no, you're fine. Also, the, you know, I don't want it to turn into Hollywood Studios where we're taking so many things away. No, I don't think it will. Not at all. I'm hoping not because so, that's the big part. So Wishes is actually being streamed tonight. And you can go to Disney Parks Live and uh, just Google that and you'll be able to find the Wishes Nighttime Spectacular. That's actually going to run, I believe it says, through May 11th of this year. Okay. So we're still oh, going to so, run Wishes through so May 11th. So it's running because this one starts May 12th. So I'm going to run this through one of my apps that I have on my phone. I wonder if I'll be able to do that while if it's being streamed through a... I don't know. I'm going to have to figure that one out. I'm going to put on my goggles and see what it looks like. But uh, can it give me that feeling that I'm actually there? You know? That'd be kind of neat. That would be very cool. So uh, one thing I want to talk about... Um, so I <laughs> thought this was cool. So Walt Disney World is hosting, and I'm going out there, guys. Walt Disney World. I saw. Is, that's why I have this. Do you really? Okay. Yes. So Walt Disney World's hosting its first GQ style magazine photo shoot, and you should see this guy that looks like he is all that with the seven dwarfs, right? Dude's in like a white suit. There's looks like with capri pants for his suit, a crystal ball, and a, and a sack, and his white shoes. And he is looking all GQ'd out. This was awesome. So they had, so the GQ style magazine had the opportunity of having the first ever men's fashion photo shoot at Walt Disney World. The British magazine took pictures around the Magic Kingdom with various models. And uh, the photos also featured Donald Duck, the Seven Dwarfs, Cinderella's Castle. This is going to be published this spring in GQ magazine. And uh, so you can actually purchase the photo shoot as well. Just go ahead and Google it. You gonna put that guy on your wall? You put him on the wall and a big fat head. You know it. So is he supposed to represent somebody? Like, is each model supposed to be like a prince or? I don't know what the premise. I didn't. I don't know. I didn't get that out of the article either. It was just, hey, GQ showed up and they took some pictures right, at the Magic Kingdom. It's just sound mm. like they wanted the opportunity and they were the first magazine that was given the opportunity to use Disney's property to do such a thing. Yeah. Um, you got something, Tim? I do. So. Disney has been embroiled in some lawsuits. A, a new one, yeah, a new one was just just filed last week, but another one came off the books, and Disney was ordered to pay $3.8 million in back pay for labor uh, violations. And what Disney was doing was they were charging the cast members for maintenance and cleaning on their costumes. So no matter where it was that you worked, you were being billed for the cleaning and maintenance. And what was happening was some of the, the cast members, these fees were taking their wages below the federal minimum wage. Oh. And so the federal government came back and said, well, sorry, you've got to pay these, these cast members back because no matter what you do, you can't drop them below their minimum hourly wage. So Disney has the largest costume inventory in the world with over two and a half million costumes. and uh, But $3.8 million is peanuts to Disney. Yeah, I'm shocked that's all it is, to be honest with you. Who knows how long this has truly been going on. Uh, they give a date as only, what, the last three years or something like that? Yeah, and they sealed the records. They, right. they kept all that under wraps. Speaking of, so there's another lawsuit that was filed, and we talked about this uh, last... Oh, geez. Two weeks ago. 
was it just two weeks ago? It's yeah. sealing the documents and the cast member that uh, was talking about how they have basically um, a secret file on all the employees and they keep the worst of the so. worst. Okay. That's coming to head soon. And so apparently Disney has these documents on their bad employees. And you would think, especially like we work at a school here, so we, we have the right to see our file at any time. All the disciplinary actions, all the praise, all the good and the bad and the ugly, it's all in that file. And you and I could go in there and request to see it, and we can. We can even make copies of it. Oh, that's good to know. Oh, I've done it. You haven't done it? No. Oh. So thinking you, there's not any bad in there, I would know well, about that's that. That's why I looked. I was like, <laughs> I want to see what's in here. So I asked to see it, and it was all good, of course. But... Uh, um, yeah, so Disney will not allow their employees, though, to, look to go at look at files? their own file. Yeah, that I, doesn't seem I right. found that interesting. What do you think, Tim? Yeah, I think that's ridiculous. So like you guys, I, I work in a corporate environment, and we are allowed the same rights as you guys. We can go look at our records. We have to have an HR representative with us when we do it. Okay. But uh, we have... Full rights and access to see what they're they're putting in there, and like you said, it could be good, it could be bad, it could be praiseworthy. But I wouldn't not want to work at a place where I didn't know what kind of dossier they were keeping on me. Right. No kidding, Vic. I I just think it's bad. It's bad publicity. I mean, it's bad for them. Who's going to want to work for them? If they know that there's dirt being kept on, do you know what I'm saying? Well, well not only we, that, we don't even know though. We don't know. We don't know. They don't even know what's in them. Yeah, nobody knows, right? But but this is another example of Disney. Well, this lawsuit that we just talked about, right? The the IT think? workers that oh, were yeah. that were outsourced. So this is just another example of Disney, the or at least the appearance of Disney taking advantage. Of, of their, their employees. employees. Yeah. I would love to work for Disney. Mm -hmm. I, I look all the time for jobs down there. But the reality is, I don't know that I want to work for a company that's doing these kinds of things to their employees. They're deceptive. Yeah. They're sort of like the New England Patriots. They get accused of cheating all the time. You can't quite accuse them of cheating, but all the evidence points towards their cheating. Sort of like Disney, so you can't really knock them down because all these lawsuits are kind of being like a slap on the wrist, right? Yeah. But there more and more of them just keep coming and coming and coming. It seems to be more apparent in the last couple of years than it ever has been. I know Disney gets filed or gets a yeah. lot of lawsuits slapped on them, and you're about to talk I, about another one, which right. I thought. Well, let me ask a question real quick. Is it because of their size? Is this just the, the nature of the business? I mean, that you probably know? has a lot to do oh, with yeah. people know I the money's assume. there to, to try to get it. And there's all, you know, when you have 100,000 or 200,000 people working for you, right? you're going to have a few people that want to take right. advantage of the system. They're a global they're superpower. I mean, they're, they're definitely a global superpower when it comes to the industry. But you so, have, yeah, you have another lawsuit you okay, want to talk so about. Okay, so Zootopia got, um, it won the Oscar, which I'm not sure if you watched the Oscars because I know... Uh, a lot of people have stopped watching awards. I knew. Awards They're all in their own little bubble. I knew they did, though. But anyway, so they won the Oscar. And since then, the Total Recall screenwriter Gary Goldman is claiming that he wrote a movie similar to it. It was not named Zootopia. It was named something else. And he now wants to sue Disney, but Disney, Disney's calling it false. So if you can, um, I know, listeners, you can't see this. You could... Uh, you could probably put Zootopia lawsuit into Google and it'll pull it up for you. But they actually have these pictures of his characters versus the characters that Disney used. And some of them look kind of alike, but 
You got um, a hi- uh, what is this? A hyena yeah. and a, um, and the fox. The sloth is still a sloth. Yeah, the sloth is still a sloth. The bull, the officer that's a bull, is a bear, and but that guy's all. But they look the same. Look at the look at the postures and everything. Right. And physiques. Yeah. So he's saying that they copied his. They're claiming false. And that he- is scary. That how identical that almost is. So he was a writer. For right. So he's a screenwriter. No, no, Not- he was a screenwriter. Gary Goldman. He was a screenwriter for Total Recall and wow. another That's pretty big, another pretty b- big movie as well. Oh, Big Trouble in Little China. Oh, okay. He was the Big Trouble in Little China guy. We all saw that yeah. as a kid. Um, but yeah, those characters look. No, oh my gosh, those are almost identical. If right. we we're on the jury, no. I think uh... just based on that one piece of evidence alone, <laughs> right. I don't even have to see the screen or the screenplay. On the characters alone, guilty. Like just looking, and where did you find this? Where's this at? Um, it was I just De- was googling. De- Google Deadline.com and Zootopia lawsuit. You'll find it, and you'll find Vicky has up this collage of characters, of a side by side of all the characters in Zootopia versus the screenwriter Gary Goldman's uh, interpretation of his characters for the same idea of Zootopia, which from what I'm, I, I don't think I'm mistaken. The name was the same too, right? He, well, he had written that. his screenplay and called it Zootopia as well. Uh, yeah. Yep. So I think he may have something here. If that's the case, how much money this guy's going to get? Well, if he can prove that he had the concept and idea Prior. before they did. Right. Yeah, because if he doesn't have anything like saved on his computer, you're right. We no, can... no, no. So he pitched it uh, a couple times throughout the last 17 years to, oh, Di- oh, to, to, to okay. Disney. So, uh, Hollywood veteran producer and screenwriter Gary Goldman, he filed his lawsuit against the entertainment giant claiming that he pitched the original idea for Zootopia twice over the years, once in 2000 and again in 2009, to Disney and a film company that had a production contract with Disney. So, the suit states that Disney's Zootopia uh, is exactly just like wow. his version of Zootopia. Wow. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> that doesn't sound good for them. That takes balls. For Disney, I mean, that's to just them ripping them off, dude. So they, so Disney is so happy when you're infringing on oh, them. Absolutely, you know, just like that. Uh, uh, well, geez, that preschool that was down the street from Walt Disney World that had a mural of Disney characters in their preschool, and they made him paint over it, and they they were gonna say paint over it or we're shutting you down. Wow, remember that a few years yep. back? Yep. And that was just a little mural in a kid's playroom. So that, that's a good one to bring up. What else do you got for us, Tim? Well, Pirates of the Caribbean hit their 50th anniversary out at Disneyland. Really? They did. So I didn't. I'm not bringing this up to discuss history, but uh, I mean, wow. You, you know <laughs> that that ride was an original thought and idea for a ride in St. Louis for the Disneyland that never happened in St. Louis, which I would love for Dave to come back on and do another episode on the Disneyland that never happened. We were supposed to get one in St. Louis. That, along with, um, we were supposed to have a Lewis and Clark boat ride as well. Oh, that would have been cool. But uh, I, which came out of that was Pirates of the Caribbean, the idea for that. So. A lot of interesting history behind that ride and the concepts of it, its roots. Walt always wanted to do one, and he thought he was going to put a Disneyland in St. Louis. That's where he was going to premiere his Pirates, and then that turned into something else. He took the idea back to Disneyland and created it in Disneyland. 
So have you guys seen the Pirates of the Caribbean in Shanghai? So I Dave, videos. Dave wants to come on and talk about that. Yeah, that's one of the first episodes that he actually wants to come on and talk about. The CGI and everything is amazing. I was going to say, my I saw the videos, but my friend just went there. This, that, that's the one that I went yeah, to have that on. Yeah, wants to come on the show. She went to Hong Kong and then to Shanghai, and she took video footage the best she could being on the ride, but it was pretty incredible. Yeah, so... Because this is the 50th anniversary, it's kind of the original. What would you guys rather go on? The original or the Shanghai? Shanghai. I've been on the original millions of times. Yeah. But, but it's the anniversary. Is it going to be different? And it's what Walt envisioned, right? So right. I know we've talked about it before, though. Yeah, but if is Walt it going to be... If Walt could have done it the way that they did it in Shanghai, sure. he probably would have. Yeah, but is it going to be any different? I mean, hang out real pieces of gold? Then I'll go. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it is... is... We could hope. Is what's his name that plays Jack Sparrow? Gonna uh, be there, Johnny gonna, Depp. Yeah, Johnny Depp. Depp is he actually gonna be there? Like Sometimes he, he is. I know. Count I know. those. Is he? Yeah. Count those yeah. pirates. Yeah, he made me at Disneyland, but he's been at Disney World. At the very end, when he's sitting on the right. throne with all the gold. They he's replace that there. Sometimes huh? they'll replace him one day out of the year, and he'll jump up and <laughs> scare the people. I've never heard that. That's awesome. Yeah. Um. So I don't know if you guys ever have eaten at Hollywood and Vine, but you might have because you have little people. Hollywood and Vine and Hollywood Studios. Yeah. It's yep. a character dining experience. So they've had uh, Disney Junior characters for right. a really long time, and it's going to switch soon to Minnie Mouse, and they're going to do it according to season. Mm -hmm. um, but I guess there was a big, uh, I don't know if there was a petition or what, but people were upset because they wanted him to keep it for a little while longer. So they're going to keep the Disney Junior characters until September, and then they're going to start this new program with Minnie. Where she's Minnie Silver Screen, and Minnie in the Spring, Minnie in the Summer, Minnie in Halloween, and then Minnie at the Holidays. But they were already doing that for Halloween and Christmas. It was Minnie Seasonal uh, because I went there last year for oh, okay. both the Halloween and the, um, for, you know, the very Merry Christmas. And uh, what they did was those were, they were special, so meals. special meals so that you could get seats for the Jingle Jam, Jingle Bam. Gotcha. Or um, whatever the other one was at Halloween. But yeah, they, they've already been doing that. So I don't know if they were just testing the waters with that. I think what. it sounds like it must have been a big hit and they decided to do it. But the people were upset that Jack the Pirate and Sophia the First and Handy Manny and Doc Stuff McStuffins weren't going to be around anymore. So I guess... Well, there's not a lot of stuff for the littler kids. Right, right. And so it's nice that they, they have that and that they're going to keep it. Okay, and with that, listeners, we just want to say thanks again for listening to the Mousecapades podcast, and we're very excited about the changes that are to come. Hey, don't forget to check out Mousecapades Radio. You can find that at mousecapadespodcast.com. On the right-hand side, you'll see a link, and you'll just be a click away from enjoying on-ride audio, background loops, fireworks shows, parades, resort TV audio, and more that you can hear at Walt Disney World, Disneyland, right now from trips of the past as well. So thanks again to our uh, latest sponsor, MagicalMouse.com. Listeners, if you have a comment, question, or would like to be the next guest on the show, email us at MouseCapadesPodcast at gmail.com. That email is soon to change, but of course, we will let you know when it does. You can still also shoot us a text at 407-674-0414. Hey, peeps, I think it's about that time. Peace. And love. Hakuna Matata, friends. Have a magical day. I'm gonna be a noble king, scrupulously fair. 